Hey girl, happy Tuesday. Thank you so much for coming back to today's podcast episode. I am Isabel Clausen, the host of the Girl God's Got You podcast. And today we're going to be talking all about living in the moment, being present, and enjoying the process. And to be honest, I actually recorded this entire episode about two hours ago, and I did not like the way it turned out. I didn't really like my level of energy, so I am now redoing it. I was just feeling really burnt out and run down, recording this on a Sunday afternoon. It's been a busy week, a lot going on, and I was a little stressed out, but now I am feeling recharged. I did some reflecting. I did some catch-up. I'm sitting on my bed in my comfy clothes with the diffuser, so the full vibe is set, and I feel really good about reshooting this episode, and I hope that it just is really good quality for you guys. I hope it brings a lot of good thoughtfulness and advice. And uh, sometimes when I create these podcast episodes, I just get so in my head, like, is it good enough quality? Is it interesting? I don't know. Sometimes I just say, nope, let's post it. Let's keep going. It doesn't have to be perfect. But sometimes I want to re-record to make it really good quality for you guys. So it's very much worth listening to. So that's what we're doing today. But this podcast is all about living in the moment and being present in your day. It's going to be more of a quicker podcast episode, but I still do hope that it brings just um, some good, uplifting, encouraging messages for you guys for the rest of the week. But before we dive into the episode content, I want to first talk about the quote of the week, which is by Eckhart Tolle. He said, most humans are never fully present in the now because unconsciously they believe that the next moment must be more important than this one. But then you miss your whole life, which is never not now this quote definitely is a great motivator to be present because i think we all fall to this where we think the next moment is more important or we're working hard for that next achievement or trying to get to that next goal or trying to get to the weekend i think it's very very easy and easy to fall into the trap of thinking the next moment is more important than than this one. But logically, if you're always thinking about the next moment, you'll never really feel satisfied or live life to the fullest because you'll never be in the present. And I really think that this quote is very fitting for today's podcast episode, and I hope that it was uh, interesting and encouraging for you to hear. But on a more fun note, (laughs) my favorite of the week is actually a coffee hack. It's a kind of a budget-friendly hack. And let me tell you, I love a good oat milk latte or cappuccino, you know, very much uh, a normal female in that <laughs> in that area but as you know lattes and cappuccinos and all the fancy drinks are anywhere from five to eight dollars and if you want to get coffee often and you want to treat yourself but you don't want to spend that much money here's a hack for you so you get your yeti and you fill it up with your favorite milk or whatever if you're someone who you just have normal milk and you're not high maintenance in that area good for you i have a specific type of oat milk that i like so yes i will fully own the fact that i have high maintenance in that area But I pour some oat milk in a Yeti or just, you know, like a a metal coffee cup beforehand. And then I go to the coffee place. I get drip coffee for a couple dollars. And then I pour that coffee into my mug that already has the milk in it. So I have the milk I want. I have the taste. I am going to get coffee so it feels kind of like a a fun treat. Or I'm going on a date with Aaron and we're getting coffee. But it's way less expensive, okay? I've been doing this so much recently. And it's saving a lot of money. So life hack funny story though i had a coffee crash when i was creating this episode the first time because i had a lot of coffee and then sometimes when i have a lot of caffeine and don't have food i just crash and so that was part of the reason why the episode just was not the best 
but I'm feeling a lot better now, so that's great. Okay, now we're going to talk about the journal prompt of the week. So last week's journal prompt was all about what's a healthy habit you want to start this year in 2022. For me, the healthy habit is I want to go on more walks. Now with my schedule right now, I would love to walk in in the morning for like 20 or 30 minutes, but right now my schedule doesn't really allow that. So I want to do more walks in the workday or after work, whether it's 7 minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes. I want to take either a little break right after lunch or at 2 or 3 p.m. when I'm kind of tired or when I get home from work just to stretch out my legs. I feel better. I get fresh air. My mind is able to breathe. So nice. And so I never regret a walk and I want to start walking more. So that's my healthy habit of the year. Um, And then this journal prompt for this week is what's one area of your life that you need to be more present in? There are so many things that we do in life and there's so many different tasks we have to handle. It could be very hard to not be a slave to our to-do list and to live in the present. And they're going to be talking much more about that later in the episode. But my question for you is, where do you want to be more present in your life? All right, the God's Got You moment. This one is very simple, but it's laughing a lot this week. There are a lot of funny moments this week, whether it was in client meetings with my dad or hanging out with friends or hanging out with Aaron, where I just laughed so hard to the point I almost cried and I love those moments because it's so fun to laugh I think laughing literally is one of my favorite things to do so I'd say my God's got you moment is just having great laughter with friends and if I could just make someone laugh or make myself laugh every day I feel like that is a good day a successful day so that's the God's got you moment of the week the God's got you statement though is that God's got you because he will help you focus on the things you need to concentrate on so that you can be present There is this huge balancing act I feel like I have in my life where I have this decision all the time of should I work really hard and get a lot done or should I be present right now? I of course know it's possible to do both, but sometimes in my head I feel like I have to choose which one. And sometimes you have to choose which one you're going to do right now. Are you going to blow through your to-do list and get a lot of stuff done or are you going to be present? There are times where we can do both, but there's a lot of times in our day where we have to pick one or the other. And sometimes I get confused of when do I pick or what do I pick? Do I pick being present or do I pick being productive? But you know what? Even if you're not sure, God's got you because he knows what moments you need to be present, what moments you need to be productive, and what moments you should be both. He knows what kind of life you want to live. Excuse me. He knows what kind of life he wants you to live. He knows the purpose that he has for you. He knows exactly where he wants you to put your talents in life. And he will help you figure out when to be really productive and when to be present. So girl, God's got you because he knows all the answers. And even if sometimes you're feeling confused or burnt out or not sure what you're doing, he knows. So just leaning on that fact and resting in the fact that even if maybe you're not sure what's happening right now, God's got you because he knows. Alright, so now we're going to be diving into more of the content of today's episode. We're first going to be talking about three reasons why you should be present in the moment and enjoy the process. And then we'll dive into three ways how you can actually do this. So the reasons why and then how we could do it. Alright, so the first reason why I think we should enjoy the moment, live in the moment, enjoy the process, is because it will help you live life to the fullest and be content with the life you have now. Now I know we already know this, this is not anything new, but I think it's good to remind ourselves that if we continually work on the next thing, the next thing, the next thing, if we continue to try to improve ourselves, the situation around us, we will get caught in the trap of not being fulfilled with where we're at in life. And I think that that is so hard 
such a hard thing to deal with and it's actually really hard to not always try to improve yourself and compare yourself and not always strive for something it is very difficult especially in our age range right now the women who listen to my podcast are anywhere from the ages of 18 to 25 and in that age group none of us are really at the final end point of our journey because we are so young we're all at the beginning of our journey but just because we're not at the destination does not mean we can't be content in the journey I personally find myself so much of the time always looking at ways I can improve myself with my relationships with others, with my relationship with myself, in my business, with my relationship with God. I always see, ooh, I could do this, I could do that, I could do this. And then you have to take a moment and say, even though I am maybe not exactly where I want to be, I could still be content with all the hard work that I've put in and everything I've accomplished. And so it's really important to take a moment, don't think so much about the future, look how far you've come. Tell positive, say positive affirmations to yourself and just say great job for what you've done and then sit in the moment and be still. Don't think about the past. Don't think about the future. Sit in the moment and enjoy exactly where you are. Where you are. Because here's a mindset shift you could think about. You will never get this moment back. And so anytime you have a special moment with family, friends, loved ones, at work, with God, sit there for a sec and realize that you will never get this moment back and it's important to enjoy it. I think if we start doing this more, we will feel more content and satisfied in life because we're taking a little extra time and energy energy to enjoy each moment. So I think that's the first reason why we should start living in the moment a little bit more so we feel even more content with life. But the second moment is that by doing this and creating this habit of being present, you could be more selfless. Now, sometimes those around you want you to stop and be present even when you're feeling busy and overwhelmed and you have a lot to do. Practicing being present can bring other people so much joy. And sometimes we need, we need to press pause on our busy schedules, be present, and show other people love. Because it's not all about us. It's not always about our to-do list and being productive. Sometimes one of your loved ones just wants to be heard, just wants to be listened to. And I think that a lot of times it's important to stop what you're doing for a couple of minutes be there for them, and then go back to what you're doing. Being present can show people so much love and joy because you're giving them the attention they oftentimes need. And I think it's important to kind of think about your future self and think about how your future self will feel if you make a certain decision. So let's say you're working on something and someone walks in and they want to talk. And you're thinking, oh my gosh, I have so much going on. I can't really talk right now. Well, take a moment and look at your future self and think, okay, If my future self chooses to do this task and not take time to be present with my loved one, how will I feel? How will they feel? Will I feel good that I got my task done? Or will they feel bad that I didn't give them enough attention and love? Will I feel bad that I didn't give them enough attention and love? So it's important to weigh the level of pain and uncomfortability. If you don't get your task done and you feel uncomfortable and rushed, Does that outweigh the pain that could be felt by a loved one if you didn't give them attention? Now, of course, there are some times where you can't just stop what you're doing all the time for everyone. But I think a lot of times we could take a little bit of time out of our day to give some love and attention to other people even when we're busy. So it's important to look at your future self and the the future version of the other person and think, okay, which choice will be less or more uncomfortable or painful? And most of the time, like I just said, taking a couple extra minutes to be present with a loved one will definitely outweigh any benefit of getting that extra task done a couple minutes sooner. 
So being present can help you be selfless because you're giving time, love, and attention to others, even if it takes a little extra work for you to do so. All right, the last reason that I think it's really important for us to be present is because it can help you see things that maybe you wouldn't have noticed if you were super busy in the moment. So in order to kind of illustrate this point better, better, let's look at the story of Mary and Martha. Now Luke chapter 10 verses 38 through 42 states, As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed, only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. There are many things that God wants to show us in all of our little moments in life that maybe we don't see and we wouldn't have seen if we weren't living in the moment. And I think there's some sweet points in our life where God wants us to be present for a reason. Because he wants us to notice something. He wants to show us something. But if we're so busy all the time and we never take a moment to be present, I wonder how many times we've missed hearing God's voice. So I think this is one of the most important reasons we should be present because there may be something that God's trying to tell us and he's waiting for us to be still and listen to him and let him lead in order to share this truth with us. So I think this is another reason, being present so we can listen more to God and what he's trying to show us in life. All right, so those are some of the three reasons why I think it's important to be present and trust the process. And let me tell you, all my loved ones out there will say that probably the biggest thing I need to work on is being more present. And so I totally understand that I need to be more present. And when I just even say these three reasons out loud, it inspires me to be more present and want to work on it more. So I hope these three reasons inspired you. I definitely inspired me. I know it's always something I need to work on. But here's three ways that you can be more present. I've done a little bit of each of these things. And every time I've done some of these things, or all of them, or one of them, I feel so much better. And so these are three ways that I have tried to be present in the past and ways that I want to keep working on because it is so helpful. So these are going to be really quick, simple, to the point, practical, and I hope they help you this week. So number one, I think the first way that you could be more present is simply by looking up. Whether that's looking up from your phone, looking up from your laptop, looking up from your book, Looking up, and this could mean looking up and into someone's eyes and having a true conversation with them and being present with what they're telling you. Or it could mean you're hanging out with a friend or a loved one and you look up to enjoy nature, enjoy the moment, enjoy all the the sights and the sounds and the smells around you. Taking in the literal moment, grounding your feet on the ground or when you're sitting on a chair or a bench, feel how the chair feels, feel how the ground feels beneath you, really taking in everything. And that kind of sounds weird, but that's actually something my counselor told me. She said, ground yourself, feel the couch below you or the ground below you, ground yourself, and that can help you feel present. But when we're not talking about anxiousness or stress, simple, simply in the fact that you're enjoying the literal, all the de- literal details of the moment you're in is so important. So like I said, looking up from the electronics or looking up to enjoy the actual scene that you're in can really help you stay present and ground you more than you know. It sounds too simple, but it really does help. All right, the second way that you could be present in your daily life, a very practical way, is to recognize the moment. And then once you recognize the moment you're in, breathe deeply and feel your feelings. This could be feeling joy or feeling sadness, or feeling the magnitude of the moment. 
An example of this that just happened was Aaron and I recently went on our two-year anniversary date of our first kiss. And some people make fun of me that I celebrate like every single little thing, but I love celebrating the little things. So we went to the same park where we had our first kiss. We had a little picnic and it was just so sweet to recognize how special the moment was. Breathe in and just take in the scenery. Take in, like I said, the sights, the sounds, the smells. Just really feel the moment. Be grateful for the moment. Be grateful for where you're at in that moment. If you're by yourself, be grateful for who you are and what you've done in your life. If you're with someone and you're celebrating something like Aaron and I were, just be grateful for that person. Look into their eyes. Have meaningful conversations. And just sit there and be present. And so, honestly... I kind of went through that exact exercise yesterday. I recognized the moment. It was a moment of joy and gratefulness. I breathed deeply and I felt my feelings and showed gratitude. And so taking moments, simple ones, recognizing what mood they are. They could be happy, they could be sad, but you're still living in the moment. And taking a breath and feeling your feelings is so important and it'll help you so much. I I challenge you to do that every day at a certain point in your day. It only takes a couple seconds, but it literally can help you just remember memories so much easier when you take a moment to define that moment in your head. All right, the third way that you could be more present is to ask meaningful questions in the moment. Now, I am a huge words of affirmation person, and I mark a lot of memories in my head with the words that were said at that time. And so if you want to start remembering things better and cherishing moments, Ask meaningful questions either to yourself or if you're with someone, to the person with you in that moment. And I love doing this. I love when Aaron and I go on dates, I love asking like, what are the four ways that we've grown this year? Or what are your 10 favorite activities we've done in the last two years of dating? Like what are your 10 favorite adventures? Or what are the five top meaningful moments in your life? Or what are a couple ways you've seen God work in your life? Just different fun, meaningful questions that sparks conversations. You get to know one another better. You get to talk about the sweet moments in your past or you get to talk about what you're looking forward to in the future. Whether you share these things with yourself in a journal or reflecting or with someone else, Pairing meaningful questions and answers in a special moment you're in can literally make the moment so sweet and it makes it so impactful and it embeds it in your mind and you feel really present in the moment. So that's something I've realized that I just love doing. I love the words. I love the questions and I challenge you to do it too because it really, at least for me, has helped me stay more, more present in special moments. So those are the three ways that you can really practically in small, simple steps be more present in your daily life. When I've done these things, I feel so much better because I feel like I'm rushing less and I'm taking more time to spend with God, loved ones, and myself. And so before we close this quick podcast episode, I want to talk a little bit more about the question of how do you know when you should be productive or live in the moment? Productive versus present. And as I said earlier, you can do both. It is possible to do both at certain times. But in some situations, you have to choose one over the other. And it could be hard to know when to do so. And so as I thought about this question, and as I think about it all the time, because this question runs through my head all the time, because I don't want to feel guilty that I didn't get things done. But I also don't want to feel guilty that I didn't give someone enough time. I wanted to share a couple ways on how you can answer this question for yourself when you're faced with it in your daily life. So I think the first way we can understand if we should be productive or present is to pray to God for indicators of when you're doing the right thing and when you need to check yourself. God knows exactly how he wants you to live your life. He knows the purpose he has for you. He knows what you need to accomplish, but he also knows your loved ones and what they need from you. And so just pray and say, hey, God, give me a very clear answer of when I should be present 
and when I should be productive. Help me know which choices to make, what type of decisions I need to make in each moment. He will show you when you're making a good decision and when you need to turn it around a bit. He'll make it clear. Just pray to him, request that, and I know that he will help you with that. Another thing you could do when you're trying to answer this question is to figure out how your loved ones feel. If your loved ones feel as though you're not giving them enough attention and love or if you're not being present enough with them, they will probably let you know and that's probably a good indicator that you do need to choose being present over being productive a little more often. Now, of course, there are times where your loved ones are feeling or acting a certain way and that may not be correct or right and you may not have to change anything but I would say more often than not if you notice that your loved ones are feeling neglected a lot that's probably a good indicator that you need to choose being present a little bit more and so checking in with your loved ones asking them how they're feeling how you are treating them that could be a good indicator of what to do and another way that you could kind of figure out if you should be productive or live in the moment is just look back at your days and understand if you're showing enough love to people, if you're giving enough time to people. Lean into your intuition and take a pulse about what your days are comprised of. Are you feeling satisfied and content with your days? Do you feel like they have meaning? You see, we were created to love others and be present. So you will naturally know if you feel in line with how you were created to live or if you need to be realigned. Whenever I'm feeling kind of empty or down or I just don't have motivation, I've realized that it's sometimes because I'm not giving enough love and time to others. And I think that God wired us to feel fulfilled when we give time and love to others. So naturally, if we're not doing that as much and we're not being as present with our loved ones, we may be feeling like we need some realignment. So touch in with how you're doing, look at your days, figure out if it's just you being burned out or if it's because maybe you're not spending enough time with loved ones. It's kind of a good indicator of checking yourself to see where you need to uh, be more present or productive. And the last tip I have before we close up today's episode is when you're trying to figure out productive or present, I think it's good to look at your life with these two perspectives and ask yourself this question. Are my actions, words, and thoughts showing one, love to others, and are they building confidence and joy in my own relationship with myself? So looking at everything you do in life as, is this loving other people and is it loving myself? When we're trying to figure out to be present or productive, what's the right thing to do? Think about the action. If it's being productive, think, okay, will this productive act show love to others and will it help myself? Yes or no? Is me being present instead of super productive right now showing love to others and myself? I really believe that God put us on this earth to show love and care to other people. But I think he also wants us to feel joy and at peace with ourselves. I think it goes hand in hand. A good relationship with others and a good relationship with ourselves. And if our words, thoughts, and actions, whether they're productive or present, are not doing either of those things, you probably need to redirect. And in some situations, being productive or being present, one of those options will help others more and help yourself more. So it's important to, I think, look at all aspects of your life through these this lens of loving others and loving yourself, but especially when you're trying to look at specific decisions of, do I be present or do I be productive? So I hope that this podcast episode was uplifting, insightful, helpful, and I am really happy that I re-recorded it because I feel like this was a lot better quality than the first one. And if you have any podcast episodes or suggestions, please feel free to DM them to me on my Instagram or shoot me an email. All that contact info will be below. And if you have feedback that you want me to hear, please feel free to leave a rating or review. I would love to see how you're liking the show, any ways that I could either improve or keep doing what I'm doing. But girl, I hope you have a great rest of your Tuesday. I hope you have a great rest of your week. Never forget that girl, God's got you.